Through Black Spruce follows Annie Bird, a Cree woman from James Bay. She travels to Toronto to find her sister Suzanne, who left the family home in Moosonee more than a year ago and hasn't been heard from since. Meanwhile, up north, her uncle Will clashes with a local drug dealer who's looking for Suzanne and believes Will knows her whereabouts. The film opens in theaters this weekend, uh, and I'm very pleased to have two of the stars of the film, Tanea Beatty and Brandon Oaks. That's Annie and Uncle Will. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Thank you. And the film's director, Don McKellar, is with us. Nice to see you. Hi. So this has been, uh, well, it played at the Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, we were in Victoria. Don and I were in Victoria and screened it there and did Q&As and things. And then it won most popular film. Oh, Let's there, not forget yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Victoria, the people of Victoria the, are big, big fans. They're big fans of the, <laughs> of, of the film. So what was it like having it? Because, uh, uh, Tanea, this is your first lead role, and we'll get to the sort of the nitty-gritty of the story in a sec. It's your first lead role. What was it like having it premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival? Um, it, overwhelming. Because, yeah. uh, yeah, my family came out, and it, it's it's such a huge event and platform, and, mm-hmm. and it was... Uh, I was totally elated, and I was also totally like, oh, I can't sit in that audience while <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. <laughs> watches. I can't handle it. But it was it was an amazing experience, you know, to get to share that with. And what was your family's reaction? Um, I mean, they were, they they're from such a small town that when I I came when I came out on the red culture, show. yeah, they were like, "Oh, there's, there's going to be a red carpet, and there's going to be you're going to be in a like." They have such a different idea, even what I do in yeah. my life. Well, probably but, no idea. Yeah, none. <laughs> no idea. Like, none. No touchstone. No, no, no touch. It's yeah. It's so yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Brandon, for you, oh, like I consider kind of Toronto. Um, like my hometown, even though I'm from Akwazasne, I've, I've lived here for, say, off and off for 25 years. We used to work across the street from where we're across sitting the right street, now. Lived across the street, <laughs> went to OCAD, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I had like, I mean, this is like, I know this building so well, <laughs> I know this area so well and these streets, and I felt like, I mean, having it premiere at TIFF was incredible. Uh, and just having like uh, my friends there support, watching my family, my, my like my mother, like was just uh, glassy eyed the whole time. Yeah, proud, you know. Well, she'd be used to seeing you on stage because you've done a ton of stage work and other films too. But this is big. Yeah, this, this is, is big. big. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in like for I mean, being an actor and having this opportunity to to, to be in such a uh, big film, yeah. and uh, but also telling this huge story. I mean, the story about and, and the, uh, the timing is, is, you know. Of missing I, indigenous women. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah, like yeah. it could have been done years and years ago, but if it's being mm-hmm. done now, which is like, you know, things being brought to light. And never, I mean, the fear I have of things like this is like it being kind of a movement that fades away and something I don't ever want to see happen with this. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, we'll back to like being in Toronto and being able to share such an important story and being, you know, I was a little. I'm. I'm sh- I got really shy about it. You Did know, you? Know? Yeah. I was away in Halifax shooting, and then they said you got to go back for TIFF, and I was like, oh no, no, I'm working here. I have to focus on work. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like, kind of figure my way out of it. But once I got here, like, I mean, I was. I mean, I was really proud and, and riding really around in limousines. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your family was here too. They were here. Amazing support from my family. Yeah. And, like, I mean, like I consider these guys family now. So it was yeah. like having this. 
bringing all my family in one room was amazing. And Dawn, you've been, I mean, I, it was nothing for me. Well, it was nothing <laughs> for me. <laughs> but I, I have joked for you said it's not a Toronto International Film Festival unless Don McKellar has well. either directed or is in a movie. Because <laughs> I've been interviewing you for TIFF movies for as long as I've been covering TIFF, which is 20, uh, yeah. however many years. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I've done a lot there. Yeah. Well, lot. I used to work there, as mm-hmm. you know. So I, I feel like, uh, it's my my regular back to school event. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, this was a, it was a special event for sure, and it was, it was fun to see all the parents together. <laughs> and, and and you have uh, done a lot of festival screenings, so it's not just TIFF. It was it played in Sudbury, I think, at the Sudbury Film Festival. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, Victoria played all Place. the Canadian uh, yeah, ones. And, and, and and why is that important for a film like that? Is it just to um, get the word around, spread word of mouth? Is that the idea? Well, you know, for better or for worse, the festival circuit is now the primary circuit, the way to introduce independent films, most films aside from big studio films, mm-hmm. because they're just, you know, the sort of art alternative cinema system sort of fallen apart. And yeah. I mean, so that's really all there is. And, and so you have to do it. And, uh, and as well... Distributors time it so that you know you go through across the country. You do press in yeah, individual yeah. markets, so it's it's kind of a way to for them to systematize the the release and uh, yeah. I mean it's it's sort of the key. Now we you base a release of a film on the festival circuit. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, I'm in conversation with Don McKellar, Tanea Beattie, and Brandon Oaks from the film Through Black Spruce. It opens in theaters this weekend. Uh, the book that it's based on was written by Joseph Boyden. And Tanea, this was a book that you read when you were a teenager and made a huge impact on you. Can you tell me why? Um, it's so rare that you read a story that's from a young Indigenous woman's perspective. And so when I read it, there was just so many things I related to, I'd experienced. Um, I felt like somebody was reading my mind in some <laughs> ways because the way that the, just the way that it's written, it's like very inner monologue, what Annie is thinking throughout the whole time. And so, yeah, it was sort of uncanny when I read it at that age. And I was also living in a very small place, very small community, and I moved right. to the city. So yeah, there's a lot of symmetry, and it just it stuck with me. Yeah. Was there a culture shock when you moved to the city from a very small place? Yup. Yes. I didn't think I'm still experiencing that shock. <laughs> well, you live in Los Angeles now. So, yeah, I mean, just when I thought I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a shock for anyone, really. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I thought I'd adjusted. I was like, Vancouver's the big place yeah. to be, and then I'm... Uh, it's a small town now <laughs> that I'm in L.A., yeah. Because you have to drive absolutely everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yep. I tried to walk. People were like, you can't do that. You can <laughs> There's a girl walking out. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 You can't walk anywhere. And if you take a bus, you may as well be seen eating out of a dumpster. Yeah. You you might, know, yeah. That's how I used to get around down there. And I just like, you know. Well, that's no. theater. That's like, yeah. that's ground level theater yeah. in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Taking yeah. Buses the sunset gonna, bus? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Because you lived there for a long time too, right? I did. I went yeah. down there to do the the, the actor thing and, and kind of like sink my teeth in. Um and then when I got there, I realized, oh yeah, I'm a. I look like a big Mexican to a lot of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. I, mean I realized how brown I was, and there wasn't a lot of 
of things for me to audition right. for. And then when I did this, like I did, so I did the L.A. Hustle, like where you realize everyone in Hollywood waited yep. to um, restaurant manager to, you know, they're all actors and directors and writers. Absolutely, so. yeah. Everyone's got a script in their back pocket. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So I, I learned that uh, that's the hustle. And yeah. uh, I did that. And just as I was about to leave, I got into um, the Los Angeles Theater Center and did a lot of theater and got to meet a whole other community in East L.A., which I never got to. You also did a lot of dance. Yeah, dance. That's how I got into this crazy yeah. business. Just dancing. Yeah. Yeah, and, we'll and, say, and for years, for I mean, years. you toured around all over the place for years doing it. Yeah, yeah. which is a really, a really amazing way to meet people and get a perspective on like how they, and how they see native people mm-hmm. and how what the you mean the perception is. And there's a lot of like we were, we we were talking about it earlier about having that kind of like ingrained guilt for some reason, and also just in a net like people being enamored watching you know. It's beautiful the dances we do, right. like when traditional dances, and then it led into contemporary and ballet and things like that, and and that opened up my eyes to acting and something I wanted to do but didn't know how to get into. Right, and I didn't realize how performing was like you know uh, that that way. I because they used to be boxers. Boxers back in the day became actors, you know. And right. That's how, got, that's how a native guy cracked his business, and I wasn't about to do that world. That to face is too down. pretty to be boxing with. <laughs> <laughs> Had you read through Black Spruce? I'm reading it at the, at the moment. Really? What? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't read I didn't read the book. I read the script like, over and over. And like I said, and then because like, someone said it's different. Yeah, and you didn't want to be thrown off? No, I didn't want to. Well, the, the film is a bit more linear than the mm-hmm. than the book is. The book is a little, I don't know if dreamier is the right it word. Is but it, yeah, it is a little yeah. dreamier than yeah. it, it. It is more like, and and you will be able to speak to this more than me, perhaps. But from what I understand about First Nations storytelling, it has more of that kind of feel to it than the it book. does something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the book than than uh, of straightforward, you know missing girl crime story that, yeah. that that we present right yeah i thought the i thought the script was beautiful mm-hmm. and like i mean like I, I i i always say i i i don't get scripts like that very often yeah with that sort of depth how and, often like, do you get them well man it's not like i, <laughs> you have one I got now a stack of them right now <laughs> oh my God. and none of them are like that no i just thought it was very beautifully adapted and like barbara samuels did an incredible job and um yeah i was just um I related really quickly because I know a lot of men who go through these um, challenges in life, and it's mostly self-challenge because of their experiences they've had up until this point. You know, like mm-hmm. and we catch Will at this point in his life where you know his niece is gone. He's worried about her, and he's got his things he's dealing with at home, but he handles it like in a, in the craziest yet painful but genteel way it well, it, it, so it's a, it's a very complex character in a, in a complex film and when we come back we'll continue talking about this I want to find out more about Uncle Will and Annie Bird you're the characters that my guests uh, Tanea Beatty and Brandon Oaks play and Don I want to hear from you about taking the story which happens partly in Toronto and partly in James Bay and Moussinie, mm-hmm. uh, and and binding it together into one story because uh, it could have easily been two stories connected by a, a little thread, but it feels like more than that when you're watching the film. So when we come back, we'll... Uh, I'll wait for it. You'll wait for it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got uh, a great answer. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a minute to think about it <laughs> okay. as we go to commercial. Uh, but when we come back, we continue the conversation with Don McKellar, Tania Beattie, and Brandon Oaks. The film is called Through 
through Black Spruce, and it opens in theaters this weekend. Stay with us. Welcome back, everyone. We're in studio with the director, Don McKellar, and cast, Tanea Beatty and Brandon Oaks, of a film called Through Black Spruce, opening in theaters this weekend, based on a novel by Joseph Boyden. Uh, it tells the story of a young woman who leaves Moussanee to search for her missing sister uh, in Toronto. Then there's a, a parallel story about her uncle Will, who has his own difficulties just existing in Moosonee because of uh, his involvement with the, the his nieces. Yeah. I guess that's fair to say. Yeah, that's fair yeah. to say. That's fair to say. The same central problem. It's the same central problem, mm-hmm. right. So, Don, I'll start with you then. T- taking this complex material mm-hmm. and kind of wedging it together, not wedging it together. I wouldn't but, put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but, but, <laughs> no, but, right. putting it, but putting it together, because uh, you're, you're telling two stories in two very different places. Well, yeah. I mean, not to get too complex about it, but it is split. And that's one of the things that, that appealed to me about it. There's lots of doubling in the script. And it's about, I mean, Tanea actually plays two characters. Yeah. She plays the two sisters who are twins. But there's also the split between Will and Annie and the North and the South. That's the sort of primary one. Mm. And uh, I think, you know, that's the sort of split in the family that has to be resolved. And so it's all about resolving those two. And that's what I loved about it. I loved, I loved actually the balance between the North and the South. And sometimes they last a little long. It's sort of this play between when, what's, you, you sort of wonder when you're watching, what's happening down south, yeah, uh, up yeah. south, down south, depends <laughs> where you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, What's happening in the yeah, other yeah. place, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's a split between, uh, you know, Toronto and Moose and yeah. Eve, which I always have to, when I show it in other places, I have to get out a map and show where that is. It's a long right. way because there's no road <laughs> connecting them, you know, no, you can't take a car between them. So, mm-hmm. Or if you could, it would take you... <laughs> well, you can't, but you, even if you, I mean, there are no roads yeah. up to Moose and Eve, but... Um, uh, no land roads. No land roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was, that for sure is, was the big challenge. But that's, what, that's kind of what, what appealed to me. Well, you say, and here's the part of the interview where I start throwing Uh-oh, your own quotes at you. Uh, the, you always look for opportunities to throw myself off balance from the outside <laughs> sources. Is the film I think part that's of that? true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, it's true. I mean, I think the most satisfying projects I've done have been things a little outside of my comfort zone. And I'd never been to Moosonee. Yeah. That's, uh, and I'd always wanted to. Because when I was a kid, there was this thing, the Polar Bear Express, and they used to advertise it a lot. Uh, go up to oh know, yeah, uh, I don't know about Blues the polar bear. Oh yeah, well I mean that's what they called the train from Cochrane right. to. It still exists. It's still the only way <laughs> yeah. to get up there. Now uh, I just think of a bad Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it yeah. wasn't to go see Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he was up there in the seventies. He was up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I always, it always seemed really exciting to me. Uh, to see, I mean, I think the chances of seeing a polar bear were always pretty, pretty slim, mm-hmm. especially when they, when people were going up. I mean, uh, in the summer, but, yeah. <laughs> but they do have had polar bears. But, but it is an amazing place, and it's very different, I think, for Ontarians, right. because, well, first of all, this salt water. You know, it's an amazing town, Moosonee, because it's salt water half the day and fresh water the other half, and uh, because it's re- it's where. The Moose River meets James Bay, and so wow. when the tide goes in and out, it changes. And, and it's just a very unusual, beautiful place. And as soon as I, I went up there, I went up there as soon as I was on the project, I, I was taken by it. And I, I wanted to shoot there, which is not easy because 
as I mentioned. <laughs> yeah. But also, of course, there just isn't really infrastructure for a big film crew or even a small film crew and for, you know, accommodations for people. There are there is some, but uh, but I really had to get there because it was just the people all, everyone I met, uh, for, so, uh, they knew the book. It was a very important book for the community uh, because, of course, they haven't had a lot of books written about them. Mm-hmm. And it just... As soon as you, I saw it, I knew that I had to keep that land, that that was the thing, I, the sort of base level for the book that, that I, had, I hadn't visualized before. That it just wouldn't yeah. feel authentic yeah, yeah, unless yeah, you yeah. shot there. And yeah. when, even when I was looking around Subway, I'd say, yeah, but I don't know, those trees are not the same. Right. That's, you know, it doesn't feel right. And so, so we went up there. Well, it's like your your uh, another film of yours, the Grand the Seduction. Yeah, yeah. You could not have shot that anywhere else. But yeah, you're right. And Otherwise, I had fights people... there too. You know, <laughs> yeah. I gotta shoot there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm speaking with uh, Don McKellar, director of Through Black Spruce, and uh, two of the stars of the film, Tanea Beatty and Brandon Oaks. Um, tell me a little bit about shooting in Musini for for you guys, because uh, as Don says, not a lot of films get made up there. <laughs> I I was like super excited because I'd been to Musini before. Right. I'd actually done I'd done uh, I toured a theater show up there um, with Native Earth Theater, and um, that was a really funny experience. It really gave me an insight to how they do things up there because like what somebody booked us on Bingo Night. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, you can't Which... book. <laughs> you were competing against Bingo Night. <laughs> no, no, there is no competing against Bingo. <laughs> I, I quickly learned that to the two people who showed up for the show. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I grew up in a small town in Nova Scotia. Nothing happens on Bingo Night. Yeah, yeah except Bingo. Except yeah. Bingo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, I got. I learned that there's a bingo mafia out there, and, uh, but it was, I mean, beautiful. Like at the same time, just you, yeah. it's that feeling. I get. I mean, I, I equate it to how I felt when I landed in Hawaii. Right. When I landed in Hawaii, and that door opens on that plane, and that the smell hits you in the air, you just worry free. And I had the very similar feeling getting off the train when I first went to Musini. It's like you could breathe. There was nothing pushing you. No sirens, no. No yeah, sirens. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was beautiful. So, it's but funny. Up there. When I would talk to people from Musini, they'd always, uh, I, at first I thought, oh, it'll, it'll be, it must be feel very restrictive because you're so far north. Everything's so expensive. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they, they, the first thing everyone said was, oh, I feel really free and really, you know, that's yeah. the way people describe their life up there. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, after a couple of days, you sort of, that makes sense to you. Yeah. And then we just felt like we were leaving so fast. It's like, yeah. we just got here. Brandon really didn't want to leave. In fact, he missed the plane. <laughs> I did. I missed the plane. Did you? <laughs> yeah. And, and by what, accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By air quotes, <laughs> accident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we all stayed a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the film. <laughs> it ended up really helping the film. So. Yeah. When, when we come back, we continue the conversation about Through Black Spruce. I have director Don McKellar and two of the film stars, Tanea Beatty and Brandon Oaks. When we come back, I want to talk uh, about the character of Annie Bird. Uh, she is central to the action of the film. She is a young woman uh, from James Bay who comes to Toronto to look for uh, her twin sister, a model who kind of got sucked into the city and has gone missing. And uh, at the point at which the film starts, anyway, nobody 
except her immediate family seems to notice or really care all that much. And I think there's a big resonance uh, to that storyline. So when we come back, we continue the conversation about Through Black Spruce. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Richard Krause. Through Black Spruce is in theaters this weekend. In studio, I have director Don McKellar, uh, also two of the stars, Tanea Beatty and Brandon Oaks. Uh, I wanted to talk about the character of Annie Bird. Annie Bird is central to the action. She is a young woman whose twin sister has gone missing uh, in Toronto. She is from uh, James Bay, from Moosonee. And it's a much different life than you expected, I think, when you arrive uh, in Toronto. Your sister was living a different life than, than you ever could probably have imagined. And you kind of get entranced by it a little mm-hmm. bit. Tell me a little bit about uh, Annie Bird, what you needed, what people need to know about her. Right. Well, I think... The biggest thing is she feels a sense of responsibility um, to her family, to her uncle, especially because of how close they are, and to her mother and the fact that they have been through trauma. And I think both Annie and Suzanne, um, based off of her grandparents being in residential schools and how that sort of filtered down, there's intergenerational trauma between Um, Annie and Suzanne and the way Suzanne copes with it is you know running away to the city and I'm going to get out of there and there's drugs and there's all sorts of things that happen she becomes a very successful model right and and and, you know everything you can imagine that comes along with that comes along with it (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. whereas Annie um, goes the complete opposite direction and follows more her uncle and avoids that whole world rejects it in fact and so Yeah, and then she comes to the city and there's a whole transformation where I think it is a bit confusing. I mean, I can relate to that as well, where I thought to myself, I'll never be like that. I'll never go to the city and what's all that about? I don't... A bus? The Sky Train? (laughs) No, that's not for me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, then you, you, (laughs) you go to the city and you... There's, there's things that are enticing about it and... There's a sense of all these different people, and I've never had these sorts of experiences. There's only what I know. And, yeah, you can you can get lost in it. And you can also find different parts of yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not all like, oh, only nature is good and the right, city right, is right. bad. You know, there's there's so many different elements to both. It's not black and white. And Brandon's... Uh, or Brandon, your character, Uncle Will, uh, he doesn't come to the city. He's, he's, he stays in James Bay, but he has his own problems. And we don't want to give too much away, but he sort mm-hmm. of runs afoul of some drug dealers up there that are looking for Suzanne and her boyfriend and, and things happen. Uh, tell me a little bit about Will, what we need to know about Will. Will, you, you nailed when you say he didn't, he's, he's a man who doesn't require the city mm-hmm. in any point in his life. And it's very much... Uh, uh, the the man that it's kind of based on the story. There's an actual man. His name is Will Tozer. He's a, a lifelong friend of mine now, and and um, it, the Tozers were a really welcoming family to us. And he kind of embraces that. He doesn't want anything to do with the city. He loves his his, his being in the bush. Yeah. And, you know, off the grid. I mean, it is heavenly. I mean, we talked about how we we're saying like it's so beautiful up in Moosonee and Moose Factory and yeah, I can appreciate it. I can appreciate someone who doesn't want to they don't you don't, you know, like you said it's not all bad, yeah. but you don't you don't necessarily need 
you know. He, but he, he's a pilot, so he can he can get out of town <laughs> if he needs. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. He can do yeah. Anything, yeah. yeah. But he he has his own escapes within his own nature, yeah. right? Right. Like you do. Which Will does. I mean, Will, in, in, yeah. your character does yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily stay within, you know, close to his family when he has to deal with his own personal, if you want to call them demons, but just yeah. his challenges in life. You know that he, yeah. he drinks. Yeah, and it's not, and not unfair to say that the character has a, a bit of an issue with alcohol. Yeah, and it's yeah. how he it's how he tackles um, his problems. You know, it's how he chooses to to do that, and he does it. in, you know, it's it's actually quite incredible. That the, there's some images in that Don captures, and I guess I mean, I have a pretty big part in that. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was the experience alone was amazing, and I and and when when we were shooting this scene, which involves a lot of mud and not a lot of clothes, <laughs> um, that's an enticing description. Yeah, yeah. that'll pack him in. A lot of mud, not a lot of clothes. Black spruce. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, uh, I, 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 moments when we were filming, I can imagine. I mean, not imagine. I didn't. I didn't have to imagine because I was naked with a lot of mud on yeah. me, and yeah. I just. Uh, it's that exposure. I feel like as exposed as you, I feel sometimes in the city being surrounded by so many people, there is a more humbling and more exposing uh, when you're out there in the elements, yeah. you know? And I mean, I truly felt it when we were shooting, but like if to put yourself in there, you're searching for something, right? So um, with that said, um, and, and lots Don, of mud, no clothes. Lots of mud, no clothes. <laughs> and Don, uh, Tantu Cardinals in this as well, yeah. and uh, she is having an unbelievable year. I mean, falls yeah. around her, comes out uh, this week as well. There's lots of stuff going on for her now. Her first lead in a film after 40 years of making movies or something, yeah. and she's so good in it, and she's great in this. And and the thing that I liked about her character in this is that when you meet her in person. There's kind of this mystical gravitas that she has when you just meet her one on one anyway, yeah. and I thought that was captured really well in the film. Well, yeah, I mean, the, it's a small part, Tantu's part, and of course she's a legend. And it's it's funny, it is it's true that she had a first lead this year. And when, when she told me, I said, "No, you've done other leads," and she said, "Oh, really? Tell me which ones." <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, oh, maybe yeah, on I guess, TV, I guess not, maybe, I guess but not on the big screen. Yeah. But uh, I mean, she is a legend, and uh, there was this. It's a small part. Uh, it's a very important part uh, of this character that Will meets. Um, and it was hard to cast. Uh, f- part of the reason is that she speaks Cree. Mm. Uh, and, uh, of course, that limits the acting pool. Um, but Tina Keeper, our, our, one of our producers, uh, she said, well, what about, you know, Tantu, my friend Tantu? And I said, well, she'd never do that. I'd be embarrassed to, to ask her. Yeah. And she said, well, let, let me ask. And and she did it. She accepted it. And I think, I think for one thing, it's very rare for her to speak uh, Korea, speak right. her her mother tongue on on screen. And she's she talked about it a lot, and uh, and also she's just very very a good friend of Tina's. Yeah. But yeah. she really does add this gravitas, and and it, she she allowed it to sort of be downplayed. And and I have to say, those are some of my favorite parts in the movie. Those scenes of. Will meeting this family, uh, her husband Ed uh, Matadawaban uh, played. He's also sort of this legend of the North, and uh, they just I just just love those scenes. I could watch them all day. Yeah, I love yeah. scenes where you yeah. show the extended family, grandparents yeah. with children. Yeah, I, I love. Yeah, I do love that scene too. Yeah. Really, 
And that's like Tansy is one of my heroes, you know, like yeah. when it comes to acting. Her and Graham Greene. I yeah, just I mean, saw. Well, I mean, the whole cast is amazing. It's true. Graham yeah. Greene is in here too. So. I, I just saw Smoke Signals, Signals again for the oh, yeah. first time in a uh, long time. What a movie! Yeah, and Tantu yeah. is so good in it. Yeah. That's what you mean. It's funny because I think we all in this like denial where she, you think you have you can't believe she that's her first <laughs> no, leading yeah. role because every time I think she just owns it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Going back to Dance with Wolves, I still feel like she has this massive part in it. I feel like she owns, she's like number two. Yeah, yeah, on know? the call sheet. Yeah. But it's funny, I hosted a Q&A with her uh, in Victoria uh, when I wasn't doing one with Dawn. I was with her and we yeah. showed smoke signals. And the audience that showed up uh, for this was, it was packed, a packed theater. And uh, afterwards, there was so much love in the room for her. Yeah. And people stood up and young women more often than not, but not exclusively, uh, young women stood up and said, you are such a badass. I love yeah, you. Yeah. You are. And and she's a role model in a lot mm-hmm. of ways for a generation, I think, of First Nation actors. But just generally speaking, people in, in general, mm-hmm. once you get to know her a little bit, mm-hmm. you realize that, uh, you know, there is uh, so much to her and she brings it to every single role that she puts on screen. Yeah. 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 Well just stick it out to stick out in this in this business being a, a woman of color and yep. you know and like first first like I mean I still get blown away just talking about like that's her first lead role. But yeah, she stuck it out. You gotta be a badass. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. When we come back, we continue the conversation about through Black Spruce. Uh we're gonna talk about is it Bonkers the Bear? We should have brought him today. We should have brought Bonkers the Bear today. I thought when we were talking about I saw you guys yesterday, and I thought when we were talking about it that you were referring, because you kept referring to him as a performer, and I thought, is it a man in a bear suit? <laughs> That's what I thought. That but, would be an amazing part if he... Andy Circus. Listen, uh, you know, <laughs> who gets to be the front half of the... You need two. You need yeah, the front half of the back half. And nobody wants to be the back half for the bear. Uh, but when we come back, we continue talking about Through Black Spruce with my guests, Don McKellar, director, uh, Tanea Beatty and Brandon Oak. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about the film Through Black Spruce, uh, based on the novel by Joseph Boyden. Uh, it's in theaters this weekend. In studio, I have the director, Don McKellar, uh, and two of his stars, Tanea Beatty, who plays the lead character, Annie, also plays her sister. Uh, and Annie goes from James Bay to Toronto to look for her missing sister. Also, Brandon Oakes is here. He plays Uncle Will, uh, who clashes with some drug dealers, among other things, uh, in Moosonee as these two stories kind of weave together. Uh, it's in theaters this weekend. I mentioned Bonkers the Bear. Yeah. Uh, so Bonkers the Bear, we were talking yesterday and you referred to this performer, Bonkers the Bear, and I kept thinking that it was a guy in a bear suit. There's a bear in the movie, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you but... You mean you, you thought it from my description, not from seeing it. No, yeah. no, no, from yeah. your description. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get that Bonkers is... Uh, he's an animal actor. I would call him an animal actor. Is that not fair? Well, I think it's Undeniably true. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, as much as Tantu has done, he's probably the actor who has done the second most. In the, was, in the yeah. film? He yeah. is he's a, quite a resume. Quite a sheet, he yeah. was the bear in The Revenant, probably his most famous really? role. Uh-huh. Really? Uh, but uh, that's what people remember him for. But yeah. this is a complete <laughs> He's paved reverse. a lot of this roads for complete, the bear community. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. This is the complete reversal from that role. Yes, yes. It's a very different part. And in fact, there were times where he did stuff. I had them in the cut in the film that was so sort of cute. 
unrevenant-like. Right. That I, I was like, I, I adore it, but I can't really use it. It's yeah. almost over-the-top cute. Yeah. No, he was he was great. I mean, he really is very experienced. And, and we. Uh, how do you train? I mean, how does it happen? I'm not really you're, the one to ask, but. Well, but you were there, right? You're yeah. there. Like you're, and how was it shot in forced perspective? Are you that close to it? I'm or? as close to right now as I'm to you now. So three or four feet away. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. intense. Yeah. No, it was it was an intense. Really? I think maybe the I blindly not, not went only to, was he that close, he was holding a, a leg of meat in his <laughs> yeah, hand. That's right. I did have a, a leg of moose in my hand. That's true. And I was actually insanely calm about it. Really? You know, and it's I think I just trusted him. You got to trust yeah. your fellow actor. You got to yeah. do what you do. Yeah. I remember Did you do those exercises yeah, where you fell into your arms? <laughs> zip, zap, zap. Because yeah. I, I remember saying, can, 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 I said to the trainer, can Brandon give him the meat, this leg of moose? Yeah. And she went, as long as he doesn't take it, want to take it back. As long right. as you don't want to do another take. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> like, right, right, yeah, right, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, can you just get that back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made loads of movies. Have you ever worked? I'm trying to think if you've ever worked with an animal Animals? in that sort of situation before. Well, right? I, the, the thing I remember is years ago uh, with Twitch City, we did a lot of things with cats. Yeah. We had a yeah. cat actor. But I will say, probably harder to train much than more bears. of a pro than those cats. <laughs> 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 no, he was great. And I must say, the thing also, is he appreciates applause. Be, they, really? they said, don't yeah. be afraid to applaud because he actually loves <laughs> it. Yeah. He needs it. Yeah. He's desperate. He's a that's real actor. Aim. Yeah, yeah. Deeply right. insecure. So, <laughs> so after every take, he'd hear this big round of applause and he would sort of smile. <laughs> that was a real treat. Yeah, that was wow. definitely a real treat. Yeah. Wow. Had you worked with anyone, anything like that before? You never. No, not with it. With like, well, I my one of my first films I'd done background work on where I, I was an actor's double, I got to play with um, a baby polar bear. And that was Alaska <laughs> with Charlton Heston and Dirk Benedict way back in the day. Did they have a real baby polar bear? They sure did. Wow. And that's crazy. Yeah, that was amazing. What movie is that? Alaska. Alaska, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Dirk Benedict. In Charlton Heston. I got to play chess with Charlton Heston. Did you? Yeah. I didn't win. You played I didn't chess care. with Moses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won, really. You I won. did. I won. <laughs> yeah. I'm a winner. Wow. If I was playing against Charlton Heston and I was about to win, I'd be like, checkmate, you damn dirty ape. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. People always say Moses, I keep thinking Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And so that, it was that, well, you must have been quite young. This is a whole yeah, other show, yeah. Rich. I, I know, I was I'm like, sorry, but I'm just, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm no, 21. I think I was like 21. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, wow that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Learning from the greats. Did you learn anything from them? Uh, just by no, watching no, him? just watching him. No, yeah. just watching him. I just really, I mean, and uh, I was actually surprised he accepted the, the challenge. I was like, hey, we want to play some chess? Because I was, I mean, because I used to be a hairstylist back right. in the day. So I, 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 I met him through cutting his wife, his, his daughter-in-law's hair. <laughs> You've had done every job no, in the world. No, seriously, he's I got an amazing, if you yeah. get him started in this, and you have, by the way, <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll Everything. never stop. He's got amazing stories. <laughs> Yeah, they're funny. Wow. I think my the, the, the most enjoyable and the, the most fun stories come from my balloon delivery days. Yeah, we, I don't think we can tell those stories. <laughs> no, no, that's we a, that's a lot those of For another time. Well, yeah. th those are the kind of jobs that actors get, though, because, you know, it's not nine to five. You can kind of choose your own hours. Yeah. You do stuff like that, right? And you yeah. got to have sort of, and you, 
mean personality. They want personality. Yeah. And I'm six foot four, native guy with braids, you know, wearing a, the Canadian tuxedo in Los Angeles, delivering balloons. He makes an impact. They yeah, love him. yeah, yeah. Love this guy. Lifelong friends when you deliver balloons to someone. I think. I mean, I, my fondest memory is like on. Uh, it was like my sister's birthday, delivering balloons to to Heidi Klum and Seal. You can't really? tell Brandon. You can. I know. Tell that's this another. Story. That's a, that as as they used to say in Hammy Hamster. That's another. Story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a X-rated version of this show. <laughs> so, uh, Tanea, the the fur hat that Annie wears mm-hmm. was made by Tina Keeper. So that's the producer's mother. Mm-hmm. Th- that kind of stuff must bring some resonance with it or something there's 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 a connection there that feels it's not just like another prop in the film certainly yeah it's it's there's a not a heaviness to it but there's it's definitely it's hard to imagine that that is something that her grandmother created or even she she recently just gifted me with this purse that she's had for so long and there there's a sacredness to those to those um pieces of of art and um yeah you you don't really take it lightly I don't think and even also it's interesting I was just thinking um sometimes when I'm back in Vancouver I go to the Museum of Anthropology and a lot of my own tribe's artwork is in there and it's bizarre because you got to pay to go in right and to look, see your own family look through right, it yeah. through a piece of glass and so yeah, when you do have an item like that that's so special and has been passed down, um, it's it's sacred. I mean, this Tina, our producer, she initiated this project. She bought the rights to the book. Right. And it spoke to her. She is Cree, mm-hmm. and her mother is from Treaty 9 territory. She's from yeah, the, where, this, Moose Cree, yeah. where this film was shot. And uh, so she... she she was very much on top of all sorts of props. It was mm-hmm. it, it was very interesting, and she's also done a lot of work as as a politician and mm-hmm. sort of uh, consultant and as an actor and, and lots of an actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but with like mothers of murdered, missing, and yeah, women. down to every last like every last detail, even the house that they live in. She was going yeah. around as we were about sure. to shoot, she like had oh, really move specific this. things. Sometimes yeah. it was very hard to know why, but she ma- would make little changes. Yeah. A- and, uh, a- a- and 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 also, I mean, all through the film, she was mm-hmm. doing things like that. So yeah, I mean, which was an amazing yeah, and that's what makes something of, unique is yeah. the specificity. Mm-hmm. I feel you can so feel authentic. that. Yeah. I feel you can feel yeah. that. Uh, well, you're uh, certified as a social worker. Did you ever actually work as a social worker? I did. Yeah, I worked in family centers mostly. Yeah. I was I was in Vancouver when I got my or I was in Victoria when I got my first job in a family center working with just really little kids yeah. and, and families who were kind of needing some help, I guess, young did, families. Did you draw from that experience at all? For this experience, making the film through Black Spruce, um, I yeah, I mean, I think it's a part of who I am. I think that's part of why I even gravitated towards acting, even though that doesn't really seem like those two make sense. But I think it's you have a, to understand people to do uh, either of those jobs. Yeah, right? it's an empathy for mm-hmm. for for people. For yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very empathetic. <laughs> no, yeah. Look no. at me. <laughs> Look at your eye. And what message do you hope that people take away from this? Well, I mean, I think, I think for me, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd read about these issues about missing and murdered uh, 
Aboriginal women and, and girls, and I'd read about the situation up in, like, Attawapiskat, up in communities up there. Uh, you know, I'd read news reports, but I'd never seen that land. Mm-hmm. I'd never even seen those peoples really depicted. Uh, and when I read the script immediately, I was moved by, I think, most of all, just sort of this the family and the sort of perseverance of this family and sort of... Uh, uh, it was... It was you know, really powerful for me. And that's when I read the script, I said, I really want to see that on the screen. And I, and I hope that other other people feel that. I, I think just witnessing that, uh, you know, is kind of uh, a call to action. And I mean, it's worth pointing out, if you don't already know, that you are not an Indigenous person. But, I'm not. No. But Tina Keeper says that uh, hiring you to do this was a way to live out reconciliation between two nations. Well, that's the way she talked about when, when she... When she when it was first offered to me, I said, are you sure, you know, is you sure you want me to do it? And she said, yeah. She felt that, she feels that, uh, I mean, I feel, uh, I don't want to speak for her, but she really feels that reconciliation involves all Canadians, both nations working together and, you know, ex- accepting the history and being taking responsibility and working together to find a voice that can tell these stories and... Uh, and change things. Through Black Spruce opens in theaters this weekend. It has been my pleasure to welcome the director, Don McKellar, in. Uh, also, Tanea Beatty plays Annie in the film. Brandon Oaks plays Uncle Will. And Bonkers the Bear. Does Bonkers have his own credit at the end? Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know that I noticed it. Does he have a credit? Yeah, he, yeah. Does. he doesn't he does. have a head he credit. Does. He, he demanded it. He that head yeah. <laughs> A single card. Yeah. Just, yeah, and featuring. <laughs> Boy, and, and introducing. Yeah. <laughs> we had to age him for the film, by the way. We had Did to you? put, we had to put, I said, how much can we age him a little? We put a little mud made him look a little more scrappy because he was too... Well, he's a movie yeah. star. He's a, a little movie too star. star. He's shiny. Yeah. Uh, bonkers. Maybe next time bring Bonkers the Bear, too. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much uh, for being here. Thank you. Tell Thank us you. all about Through Black Spruce. Uh, my thanks to you for listening and to Andre on the board. We'll talk to you again next week.